there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to today's episode. Um, I hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, that uh, you're you're in good spirits, that you're you're feeling good. I'm looking out the window here of my office in Ashford, County Wicklow, Ireland, and it is lashing rain. Um, although to be fair, this week it was supposed to be raining all week, but actually we had a beautifully sunny week. Um, the weather forecast system got it completely wrong, which is great. So I'm sitting here. I've just been working out roughly what i want to say um i don't know if you've figured out yet but a lot of the time when i go into this stuff i mean i have a rough framework um for flow but i don't like to overly script it but anyway so hopefully that's working <laughs> if it's not nobody's listening anyway shane so it doesn't really matter I'm just talking to myself so i've got a nice cup of coffee here it's early in the morning on a saturday morning um sometimes i like to record uh, the, the the audios um, on Saturday morning. I've just started to now. I'm just starting to release them whenever they're done. I was doing Mondays. We'll see how we go. If you're listening to this regularly, let me know if you have an opinion as to what day is best to share the podcast because I'm curious myself and I'm open to experimenting. Anyway, look, today's episode was going to be one thing originally, but then it's kind of evolved into something else. It's it's I'm calling it the three and a half secrets to success. And in a way, obviously... <laughs> Well, certainly, I'm, I find it amusing, even nobody else does. Um, I remember chatting with uh, a colleague um, a few years ago about the kind of success industry of coaching, consultancy, personal development, you know, books, seminars, training, conferences. And joking, I, I, I came up, my brain tends to think like this in terms of sketches. It's probably because the writer in me likes to entertain myself sometimes. So, well, look, you know, I'm going to bring out a program called the Three and a Half Secrets to Success as a, as a basically a mick take on that because the world is obsessed really with the five steps to this and the seven steps to that. And but people seem to not be able to get enough of it. Um, but so the question we have to ask ourselves is if they're all so good and true, then why aren't there more successful people? Perhaps why aren't people happier is like what's missing um and i was that was going to be my kind of angle but then as i went into it and thought about it and dwelled on it questioned myself around it i kind of said to myself well if there were a few secrets to success what would i think they were or if there's only one what would i think it is um and so that's what i'm going to explore over this episode um and i think success definitely is a funny it's a funny word I think it means different things to different people. I think society, Western society in particular, is obsessed with success. Um, I think a lot of us are conditioned without realizing it around what success is and why it's important. So I think it's worth looking at this maybe in two levels, um, which is what I'm going to do in the podcast. So first level, I suppose, is like what is success to you? you know, now. So whatever game perhaps you're in, like what do you want to be more successful at? So it's kind of a practical level. Now, I think sometimes 
Success is down to luck, being at the right place at the right time. Somebody might argue back and say, well, luck is, what's that famous expression? It's when preparedness meets opportunity. And there's no doubt that that, I think, is definitely true. Um, as somebody else said, it's a famous one again. You know, I find the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. That's definitely true. So application and preparedness is very, very important. Um, but what is success to you now? I think that's a really important question to ask yourself continuously because certainly for me, what I've seen for myself and also for clients is that, you know, if you asked me 20 years ago, what, what is success? It's a very different answer now today that I would give you. And that's down to maybe uh, obviously experience, um, having a family, what's going on in the world, you know, and I put out a post recently on LinkedIn, just asking people, you know, I wonder has people's definition of success changed because of the pandemic or over the pandemic because people have had the chance to reflect or experience something new? And without doubt, the answer seemed to be yes. But I think a lot of people just don't ever ask themselves often enough, what is, what is success to me now, the person I am today? And maybe I should review some of the goals that I have. Um, do they still apply to me? Are they still what I value? So, if, but if you want to be more successful in, in an area, I'm, I'm going to give a I'm going to give a three and a half step to success, just just for the crack. So, <laughs> I'm just entertaining myself, really, at the end of the day. But I remember Keith Cunningham, um, who's a well-known speaker entrepreneur from Texas, I think Dallas. Um, he said a phrase before that I I, I like because of its simplicity, but also I, I, I thought just a lot in it. And he just said. You know, success really to him is about getting in line and staying in line. So he said, you know, the biggest problem was that first of all, people weren't clear about what line. So in America, obviously, like a line in in, in Ireland or Europe is is a queue. So get into the queue. Like, what line are you in? It's a lot of people don't clarify what area they want to get into. Where do they want to succeed? So get into the queue first, as in start, and then stay in it. And he said, look, the biggest problem is people get in, they start, but then they leave the queue. And the problem is when you leave the queue, if you want to go back into it, you got to go back to the end of the queue and get in line. And sorry, stay in line. So you're, but you're now at the back of the queue. So his phrase was get in line, stay in line. Now I am going to use that maybe as, as my way into it because I'm going to put a different phraseology. I'm going to say, get in the game and stay in the game. So that's point one and point three. Point one, get in the game. I'm going to add in a second one and a little bit of it, a half as well for the fun. So the first one is getting in the game is, okay, what game What game do I want to win in? And I think that's important to say, but then you got to get in the game. Now, a lot of people I've met over time can think they're in the game, but actually they're out of the game. Um, two people come to mind very quickly. You know, one is a, a business owner um, and they were moaning about the business and they just had fallen out of love with the business. Um, and as far as they were concerned, they were in the game, but they weren't really. Mentally, they'd knocked themselves out. So they were kind of given, I would say, 20% application. They weren't really, you know, playing it. They, they, like, so it was like a player being on the pitch, but just not really playing full out. And so you have to ask yourself, okay, first of all, what's my game? Secondly, am I really in it? Now, if you're thinking... I don't really like my job or there's, I'm kind of fed up with it. I want, to, I want to be doing something different. That means you're not in the game fully. And with this person, I said, look, the best way to clarify even what's next for you, even if it's away from this business or a change in direction, 
is actually to fully engage and get in the game 100%. Because when you get into the game, you start to move into the flow, even with all the hassles. But a lot of people really struggle with that. So the, the key thing is getting in the game. That's the starting point. Get in the game. So just because you're working in a job or doing something, even as a salesperson, doesn't mean that you're in the game. You know, if you're in the game, you want to win. So what's your metric for wish, for winning? You know, sales is easy because you can measure the number. Um, other jobs maybe not so easy. But if you're if you're a business owner, just remember or an entrepreneur, somebody who's interested even as a senior exec. Um, and I'll come to this later on about the game of life. It's important to have personal KPIs as much as business ones too. Now, staying in the game, I'll come back to in a second. But I'm going to throw in the second one that Keith, who I mentioned around, didn't have. And I think to me, the second one is the one that kind of underpins everything. And it's the it's certainly the area that I've seen for myself can sabotage me or can make um, me accelerate or enjoy more success, whatever that means. So <clears throat> it's get it's get out of your own way. So get in the game. Then secondly, get out of your own way, um, especially when the hits come, because if you're in a game, the hits are going to come. Now this is hard to do, and I think it is probably the area where most people get knocked out. Um, and in a previous episode, I, I, I've talked about this formula <coughs> of. Um, High performance, <clears throat> and I guess this three step, this three and a half step today, maybe is my definition of high performance. <clears throat> but I was talking about Timothy Galloway, where he was talking about performance is equal to potential less interference. <clears throat> Excuse me, little frog is attacking me today. And the interference really is, uh, if you can reduce that or eliminate the interference or get out of the way of the interference, that's to me getting out of your own way. And in a way, that's why I call this podcast the Inner Edge because. The, the edge inside yourself is the point of, I guess, maybe it's the point between what you know and what you don't know. It's the area between, it's the area of possibilities. It's the area probably of maximum friction. And I think understanding how to reduce your interference. Now, what is interference again? Multiple things that are going on inside you. So things will happen outside to challenge us, especially if you're ambitious or trying to do something new or create something, bring something new into the world, you're going to meet resistance outside. <clears throat> but it's really how we react to that in, uh, resistance inside that determines really what happens. So, for example, um, ego. Your ego can, can build up. It can be useful in one context to drive to achieve. But then it can also become a massive blind spot because maybe a little bit of success for yourself. Now you start to think you know it all. You're, you can get overconfident get into what's called the, the, the Dunning-Kruger um, cycle effect where you kind of hit this overconfidence for your level of competence. Um, and, you, and you hit what they call man stupid, you know, where you're at the very top of the peak thinking, I know everything and nothing can touch me. And that's definitely a version of interference because now you're um, maybe putting not, not in the same level of commitment or allowing other people around you to engage or to apply themselves or even to listen to what they're saying. And so that that could compromise your ability to succeed. Stress is interference, massive issue for leaders, um, really a massive issue. And I still, even though there's apparently so much information out there about stress management now, stress seems to be kind of, the metrics are going in the wrong direction. So something has to is missing. And in my experience, it's to do with managing, really understand how to manage 
and let go of the interference. And when you understand that you're a creature of thought, your mind generates thought, and that the, 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 the pathway to reducing interference really is understanding how to clear your mind, let go of um, thought, it, it is massive. It's massive. And a lot of successful people are very driven people um, have another type of interference, which is like they're trying to prove something or trying to gain respect or trying to prove something to somebody else. Or when I get to here, then it'll all be great. The problem is that never happens. And just to illustrate it through a story again, uh, I had a, someone I know pretty well um, come in to speak to some clients a few years ago. They're an entrepreneur who set up uh, a private aviation company. So they have all these private jets. Their clients are specifically billionaires. And he was sharing stories about uh, actually primarily men, uh, although I think that's going to change over the next 10, 20 years. We're definitely going to have more female billionaires. That's definitely going to happen. But he was talking about these billionaires, in this case, men who were saying to him, you know, oh, it's great now. You know, I'm going to, I've got time and money and success. I'm going to uh, spend it with my grandkids and catch up and stuff that I missed out on maybe with my kids. Um, but he said, not one of them ever did. They always come up with excuses because it's very difficult to walk away from the interference of your ego. And this was manifested in something very simple. He said, you know, that very often you'd find there'd be slight variations in some of the jets. And um, he remembers one guy who came in on <clears throat> one of their best jets. And when he got off the plane, he said, uh, when I was taxiing in there, I saw another person who's also a client coming in on another jet. And his jet has this kind of blue colored fin and mine doesn't. And also his one, it looks a little bit more streamlined. Why is he getting that and I'm not? And again, it was all about trying to get the edge on each other. And, and that's when success kind of goes wrong. And also it's interference um, on perhaps getting better success for yourself. So we've got get into the game. We've got get out of your own way. And I, to me, that second bit is the key bit. I think it's the hardest bit. And it's, it's, it's I guess, perhaps why I've created this podcast, because I think that's where I see the edge to get the edge for most people. And then the third bit is to stay in the game. So get in the game, get out of your own way while you're playing the game and um, stay in the game. So what stay in the game? Well, to stay in the game really is, is going back to Keith Cunningham, don't get out of the line, don't stop. Don't distract yourself. Uh, don't give up necessarily. Although sometimes, you know, that, that's a 50-50. Sometimes it's good to give up. But to stay in the game does require commitment. And commitment, um, real commitment, is perhaps what gets you over the line. Now, in terms of the end results that you're looking for. So what's the half? Um, I mean, as I said, this started off as a bit of a joke initially, but... Um, the half, if I was to add one in, I think, is to enjoy um, yourself yourself more and to enjoy yourself more on the journey. And Roy Keane, you know, who's obviously a famous, um, very successful captain, ex-captain of Manchester United, um, very definite, successful person in his own field. Um, but it always struck me with him that somebody asked me a few years ago, like, would you do anything if you're back again, he said the one thing he would have done differently would be maybe to enjoy it more. He didn't realize at the time how special it was. And 
you know, although sometimes when I see him on TV now as a pundit, you wonder, <laughs> has he still learned that lesson? Because he always seems on the edge of anger all the time. But um, he said he would like to enjoy it more. And I think that is the half, is that <clears throat> the, the, the danger if you're an achiever or consider yourself somebody who likes to achieve or create, the danger with that is that it's what I call the achiever's Achilles heel, is that you always want more. And Roy Keane was an extreme example of that, where, you know, literally, if he won a trophy, that, that he'd celebrate that day, but like within a couple of hours, be like, right, what's on to, let's get on to the next thing. And I think that's the danger with the mind, is that it's always on to the more, what I call the more monster. It wants more. And that more monster can actually knock you out of enjoying where you are. And there's always stuff to be enjoyed uh, where you are. But very often, I think the achiever's mindset, while it's great to push us forward, very often it's, it's it's not so great in terms of uh, getting the best out of life, squeezing the most enjoyment out of life. And surely life is about that, if nothing else. Um, you know, you can have the the biggest boat in the in in the jetty um, or in the harbor, but it doesn't mean you're going to actually be able to uh, get the most out of life. And I think go back to the, like what does success mean to you? I think that that is a an important element of that because some very often for a lot of people what they think is success when they get there they go oh th there isn't a kind of a big reveal moment of oh i've arrived you know all you got to do is listen to all the podcasts and interviews now with people who've won oscars or world cups or make millions or billions you realize oh what they expected it to feel like never is so if that's the case maybe we need to redefine our definition of success that's 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 going to be a topic for a different podcast but i will say to you that like my definition of success has hugely shifted from what it was originally, say, even when I was back in my 20s. It's it's just evolved, no more than everybody else. I'm sure you're the same. But what I do know for sure is that, you know, you can definitely achieve success in your field and be miserable. Um, that's not success to me anymore. So, I mean, to me, being a successful CEO or an entrepreneur or leader um, has nothing to do with being a success in life. And I think just as fruit for thought, I mean, the the two games that, I, that I'm that i into are the game of success, without doubt. I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy it more now, though, because I play a second game, which is the game of life, which I think I've maybe referred to before. The game of life and the KPIs around that for me are my sense of joie de vivre, um, how I feel if I'm expressing myself, if, if I'm being true to myself, and, and also being free in myself and not feeling that I have to put on a face or something to get approval from other people or make excuses for my mistakes or, or even to apologize to anybody for being myself. And I know there's still more to go there, but certainly the me that's here today is definitely more the me. It's closer to the real me. Um, and, and I think when you no longer care about what anybody thinks about you or what even what anybody says about you, which is tough sometimes, when you've got no worries, I think you, you just you become more happy. Um, and for me, I, that's more and more what I think is being a real success and then whatever comes out of you i think is going to be more creative more impactful and more meaningful not just to you but for the people around you so it's question time um think about success for yourself what what is your definition of success now what is it maybe write it down look at it bring the lightness the light of awareness into it and then think about the three questions am i really in the game am i really in the game okay am i staying out of my own way and if I'm not, how can I? And then the third one is, am I staying in the game? Am I, am I persisting where I need to? Um, am I just showing up even with my B game? 
because I think your B game is often more important than your A game. Um, if you show up at your B game when you don't feel like showing up, that's staying in the game. Um, so maybe as the final food for thought, uh, maybe the game that matters most is the one most ignore. Um, I mean, most people want to play the game of success. Great. And so we've given you some food for thought hopefully today. But just as a last thought, I think in my experience, the one that the game that's most important is the game of life. And I think that's very personal. So for you, how do you know if you're winning that one? Um, is it just about the money? Is it just about the fame? What is it for you? For me personally, more and more, it's about aliveness, having a life and feeling like the real me is actually showing up. And that's a tough game to play for a lot of people. Um, anyway, food for thought. Bye-bye.